Hey, did you see that game last weekend? It was crazy. Actually, we were there. Wait, like in person? How'd you swing that? Allegiant had a super affordable nonstop flight out there. With how low the airfare was, buying tickets to the game was a no-brainer. Hold my beer. I'm going to Allegiant.com right now. Allegiant, the official airline of the Las Vegas Raiders. Experience the game you love at Allegiant Stadium. Visit Allegiant.com slash Raiders to book your flight, game tickets, and hotel all in one place. Welcome to the Raiders Press Pass, your credential to all things silver and black. I'll start uh, by um, obviously sending our thoughts and prayers uh, to DeMar Hamlin, his family, um, the entire Buffalo Bills organization, uh, Cincinnati Bengals, um, the entire NFL community, all the players uh, that go out there and um, play the game that we love every week. Um, obviously, Monday night was a scary uh, situation, and um, you know I think there's a there's you know a lot of um, feeling and sentiment you can tell in our building, and I'm sure around the league. Um, uh, just concerned for um, you know his his well being, and as it should be, and so. Um, I thought that Sean and Zach did a great job, um, you know, of, of handling the situation as, um, you know, obviously as well as they could the other night. And, um, you know, we'll continue to be thinking about them and hoping for, uh, good news, obviously, as we, as we go through the week. So, um, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a difficult situation. I think the players, we did a good job this morning. Our doctor, Dr. Singh, uh, educated them a little bit on, um, you know, what we know about that scenario, um, just so they have peace of mind about, you know, what actually occurred as best we know it. Um, and all of our support staff and uh, coaching staff, everybody uh, that the players would need uh, are here today. We'll be here all week in case they need anything else. But uh, uh, again, our thoughts and prayers are with uh, DeMar and his family and, and the entire Bills organization. <clears throat> Josh, you have a son playing football. Did what happened kind of hit you on a level? Was it just a parent? Yeah, uh, I talked with my wife about it uh, yesterday. Um, you know, I mean, it's – we know this is a game that is, um, you know, it's a physical game. Um, I don't like to use the word violent. Uh, that's, you know, uh, obviously we're not trying to do that. Um, but, you know, we know that there are injuries. My son's had a handful of them, you know, broken bones, those kind of things. But I think this, you know, it just makes you uh, pause and, you know, kind of step back a little bit and, <clears throat> you know, think about, think about it. Um, there's no question about it, you know, and, um, I think the educational piece from the doctors um, that talked to us today, um, I think that was helpful, you know, just in terms of understanding um, what happened and the, the likelihood of it occurring in any, in any capacity, car accident, uh, you know, football game, Little League baseball, whatever. Um, just having an understanding of what it is and what happened, uh, I think was helpful to everybody. But uh, it definitely does, uh, you know, when you – when you're a parent, uh, obviously, um, you know, there's risk involved. <clears throat> Sometimes people get emotional when they talk about, or there's emotions that are involved, you know, when you're trying to make this sport safer. Um, and there's that fine line between the physicality and the and safety issue. And sometimes people do 
you know, uh, complain about, let's just say. But when something like that happens, is it kind of reaffirm that there's good reasons why some of these rules are being put in place? Yeah. Um, at the end of the day, the most important thing for us is that we all can have a productive life, um, you know, during and after football. Um, and I think that uh, any anybody that wants to argue the other point, uh, I think, is missing the point. Um, you know, player safety uh, and health um, is obviously paramount. Um, and if you know, and it should be. I mean, that's what we all want to be able to do is try to live some kind of a successful life for as long as we can live it. Um, and so. Um, anything they can do to make it safer, um, whether it's the things on the helmets and training camp or all the stuff we've gone through, the pat, you know, any of those things that help, um, you know, uh, we should be for, you know, because there's nothing more important than the health of the, of the guys playing the game we love. Coach, uh, you know, you and Devontae were two notable people that donated to a, a Hamlet's toy drive despite the tragedy, not tragedy, but just the terrible situation how heartwarming is it that so many people can come together for the greater good like this yeah i mean it's 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 uh it's not shocking to me because there's so many good people in our league and in and in our world and i know we hear a lot about the negative stuff but um this is a, a good example of everybody just pitching in to do the right thing and um for a great cause and for a great guy you know and um i think that just tells you that there's a bigger there's a bigger picture here, um, and I think you know a lot of the a lot of the people that you saw donate, you know, um, you know they're doing it for the right re right reasons. <clears throat> How difficult is it to get, ask the guys to get back to a, a work week when there's so much uncertainty and nobody really knows what's going on with them? Yeah, I I mean I think the the thing we just talked about this morning is is that um, you know we, we we did talk about all this you know and I think that's a good thing and if we need to talk about it more we will. Um, and any resource that they need available to them um, is going to be made available. Um, I think that um, we'll do the we'll do the best thing we can in terms of blessing them with our effort and uh, attention to detail, so that we can, um, you know, do the right things and be you know as competitive and as ready to go on Saturday as we can. Um, uh, certainly, you know, if if anything else is needed in the next three or four days here, then that'll trump that. But, um, <clears throat> you know, each each person handles it differently, Q, you know, so I'm not going to tell them how to deal with it, you know, in terms of their feelings or the way they go about it. Um, just try to do the, the right thing by the players and help them as much as we can to get ready, um, you know, to play our final game. Uh, when you and Dave took over, um, you talked a lot about how this year a lot of it's going to be about evaluation and getting to know uh, the lay of the land here and the Raiders, the team itself. Uh, you're closing in on 12 months, uh, I think January 30th, somewhere around there. But how invaluable has this been as you look back um, to, to kind of get it to a point now where you do have a good handle of, of this situation, this team? Yeah, it's, uh, you know, every day I'm, I've learned something every day, and I'm sure Dave could say the same thing. I think our team's probably, you know, the sentiment would be the same. Um, you know, you learn about the people, most importantly, um, you know, strengths and weaknesses, areas we can improve, um, things I could do better, things Dave could do better, things our organization could do, you know, differently to try to make us, um, you know, as, as productive as we can be on a daily basis. Um, I think that if you if you take that approach, you know, and you use it, you use the information properly and you're not, you know, uh, too proud to acknowledge where you need to improve, um, I think that's the whole key here as we head into the offseason once, you know, once the game is over, you know, and um, our focus now is going to be on trying to do everything we can to win Saturday um, 
And then once that's done, we'll have a chance to really take a deep breath and go back through everything. And um, we know a lot more about everything now, you know, than we did, obviously, when we first got here. And um, so hopefully that can lend itself to making a bunch of good decisions and and improving the team in every way that we can, um, you know, moving forward this offseason. When you go back and you look at the tape from uh, that week five game, obviously you guys did a lot of good things and just came up a little short. Can you look back at that and kind of look optimistic at what's, you know, heading forward into this matchup? I think, um, you know, you, you, you obviously that that it's a significant um, portion of the preparation um, because we actually have lined up against them before. Um, I do think that there's a lot of things that have changed uh, since then. Um, Players, some things schematically, they've added some players to their roster. We've added some players to ours. Um, they've lost a few players. We've lost a few players. Um, you know, so I think there's definitely some challenges in terms of just getting to know the personnel that's out there now um, as opposed to what it was. Um, <clears throat> but I definitely think that anytime you have previous knowledge of an opponent um, and you've played against them, you know, especially for the players, you know, they're out there they're standing there in front of the guy in front of them for 65 plays, you know, uh, three months ago. I mean, so they have some intimate knowledge of, of the way that they play and how they go about their business. So, um, I think it's helpful. Um, it doesn't always, uh, it's not always a precursor of what's going to happen the next game. As we know, the second game of these, um, division rivalries is always a little bit different, you know, because, you know, you, 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 you're going to change some things. There's no question about it. So, um, you know, our focus is going to be on trying to get to know the team they have now, the way they're playing now. There's some things that have changed, obviously, for that and, um, you know, get ourselves ready to go. Hopefully, we, you look, the formula is not going to change. We're going to need to get off to a good start. I mean, when they get off to a good start and they play the game the way they want to, they want to play it, um, it's difficult, um, you know, and, and obviously taking care of the football, not giving them extra opportunities uh, is a huge part of, 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 of attempting to beat them. So. Um, this is as good a team, you know, we talked about that last week. It's the same thing. I mean, there's two teams in a row. I'd say this is as good a, of a football team as we're going to play. Obviously, Andy's done it a, a long time. Um, they're playing in his vision and the way they want him to play. They have a, uh, a lot of really, really good players. Uh, they're, they're really well coached, and you got to do a lot of things right to beat them. So um, it'll be a big challenge. <laughs> How much of a concern is Jared's elbow, and I guess somewhat related to that? Is there an emergency plan behind behind Chase? Um, yeah, no, uh, I'm not overly concerned about it. Um, you know, he's, uh, you know, just, I think it's the normal bumps and bruises. You know, you guys saw he took a few hits. So, I mean, I think, I think we should be okay there. Um, but uh, he and Chase will, uh, you know, get ready to go just like they, they did last week. Is there an update on Josh Jacobson? And what has he shown you this year that maybe you weren't aware about him? Yeah, I don't have any update physically on him. You know, I think we're going to have to see how this week goes, you know, um, you know, a few more days before the game. So we'll, we'll be smart with him, obviously. Um, and, you know, look, he's – I'm not sure how many more words I can find to describe what he's done. Um, tough, dependable – um, prepared really hard every week. Um, he's been durable, you know, he's had the ball more than any other player on our team, clearly. Um, you know, and, and he's, he's really done a great job of keeping himself, um, you know, healthy and available all season long, even though he's been banged up, you know, a number of different times, um, unselfish does what, whatever he can to help the team win. So, um, 
you know, I've said it a number of times how, how I feel about them and um, that hasn't changed. <clears throat> now, you've uh, kind of been asked about this in, in regards to Jacobs, and I won't play into your decision, but he has a chance to uh, win the rushing title. I, I know that's not your focus, but, um, you know, for, for the history of the NFL guy, you're going to see that for years to come. Would that be kind of a cool topper uh, to his season? Yeah, I think if, uh, you know, look, I think individual um, records and accolades and those kind of things, um, if they're done within the framework of the team trying to, uh, trying to win games and do the best we can. I think they're great, you know, for the for the guys that accomplish them and achieve them. I think the biggest part for for us is obviously understanding that they never get done alone. Um, there's a lot of people that I've obviously factored into that, um, the success of any one individual. So um, I think it's actually a neat thing for the team, um, not just for one guy, because even though, you know, one player would get that recognition, um, I think that's really, you know, the recognition belongs to a lot of people that have done some things to help him uh, achieve that. So um, we'll see how it goes. Uh, some good players obviously chasing him. You know, we know that. And, um, you know, and, and again, we'll see how his health goes the next few days. <laughs> talking about uh, individual accolades and done within the team team frame. Can you just talk about Devonta Adams breaking the, the franchise record for yards in his first season here and the work that you've seen him put in to accomplish that with his team? Yeah. Um, you know, it doesn't surprise me. Um, you know, it's an incredible achievement. Uh, obviously, you know, we know whose record he broke. And, um, you know, I mean – he hasn't missed the practice. I mean, like literally like, you know, or, or very, very few reps the entire year, you know? And so to put in that kind of work and that kind of effort and that kind of uh, dedication to his craft when he's already achieved whatever he's achieved prior to being here. Um, I think that just speaks to how uh, incredible this, the person is. Um, and he's been that way every day um, that we've been with him. So, um, you know, doesn't surprise me. Um, you know, was ready today, ready to go in the walkthrough. And like, he's, you know, he's into it. Um, he wants to do things the right way every time he walks in the building. So, um, it's a great representative, a great example to the young players, uh, that are trying to figure it out. Like this is, if you want to emulate somebody, he would be a, a really good one to, to follow. <clears throat> um, first of all, before we get going, uh, just want to give my condolences to, um, DeMar Hamlin, uh, him and his family, obviously, and uh, the, the Bills organization, the Cincinnati uh, organization. Um, I know from a player's perspective who, you know, we're, we're all, we all compete every week, but at the same time, this, the NFL is a brotherhood. And um, to, see, to see a brother like that uh, go down like that, it was, it was very, very scary. Um, and obviously, we take all of that extremely seriously. So um, just all of our thoughts and prayers to uh, DeMar and his family. Bill's organization, Cincinnati's organization. Um, yeah, so I just wanted to wanted to say that before we get going. Jared, I'm curious, and now that you got the first start on your belt, are the nerves a little different this week, or is it still just as exciting? Oh, it's just as exciting. Um, anytime you get to go out and play football, it's exciting. Um, that's how I look at it, and it's a, it's another uh, opportunity against a, a great football team, so that's, that's how I'm looking at it. As a player with the DeMar situation, how do you walk that fine line of, of thinking about it, but not thinking about it when you're out on the field. Playing. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's tough. I mean, obviously, you know, something like that is just, it's so scary for, for anybody. And um, yeah, it's something that you just like, I, you know, it'll probably be in the back of people's minds and, and everybody can, you know, handles things differently. Um, you know, it's just, it's something that's just extremely scary that's happened. And 
um, yeah, you just try to, you know, protect yourself as best you can. Um, you know, I, it's just football's a very physical sport and it's just, uh, it's very sad what happened. And like I said, very scary. Jared, uh, saw you making some plays for Mike's uh, on Sunday. Going back to high school, you were a dual threat quarterback. I think you've also learned to find out about that number one. Great dual threat quarterback. But has that always been part of your game? Um, and uh, what's the kind of the fine line of, of utilizing it, but also staying in there when you need to stay in there? Yeah, I've always, um, my my uh, thing, I've, I've never really been a runner first. I've always tried to be a passer first. And, you know, there's just some instances throughout the game where there's an opportunity to run and just took off or whatever. And um, that's kind of how I've always viewed running the football. I would like to make plays with my arm, not necessarily my legs, but, um, you know, whatever can help the team in that moment. That's what I'll that's what I'll try and do. Could you also make a plays with your legs where it's not necessarily taking off running. It's maneuvering in the pocket. We saw the one where you're rolling to your left. And you're left and you're mm -hmm. um, breaking off what the original play is called to do in order to then go to, to those scramble uh, uh, yeah. roll, uh, fire drill whatever you call it um, keeping your eyes downfield what's the process in that deciding when the right time to do that is yeah I think it's just a feel thing um, obviously I mean the guys up front they did a tremendous job all day um, on Sunday and um, I think it's just a feel thing I mean sometimes it's just taking a subtle step to your right or to your left or up or back or whatever it may be sometimes it's you know taking your drop maneuvering up and then out of the pocket you just feel space or whatever it might be so um i think it definitely just comes down to how how the game feels and how the rush is feeling how the protection is you know there's just a lot of factors that kind of go into that life in the nfl you know you get through the 49ers uh you know effective pass rush and then now you have the chiefs uh, which are just as good what are you seeing on tape from them that you're going to be be seeing on sunday yeah Obviously, Kansas City, a great football team. Um, you know, we went, uh, you know, last time we played them, went down to the very end of the game. And, um, you know, that's that's what the NFL is all about. A lot of there's a lot of really good players on, on every team. And um, we're obviously super excited for the challenge, um, you know, specifically with their with their front. Their front four is uh, explosive. They got fast linebackers. They got guys in the secondary that can move around and, and make plays on the ball. So uh, it's going to be a tremendous challenge for us, um, and we're, we're really excited about it. How important is it for this team with the roller coaster that this season has been to end it on a high note on Saturday? For sure. I, I think, you know, every team wants to win every game, and uh, unfortunately that's not the way things work. But, you know, each week, you, you know, you got 17 opportunities in the, in the regular season to, to make – to make things work and obviously we want to try and end this year on the right on the right note and go into the offseason feeling feeling good about where we're at and um, that's what we're going to try and do is just uh, do our job and and do the best we can to, to go out there and make plays make plays for each other and ultimately you know try and come away with the win yeah i mean i i'm just focused on this week focused on you know, we have, I guess, really three and a half days left of the season, four days of the season left. And that's really all I'm focused on, uh, doing the best that I can for for the guys in the locker room, doing what my my role is, what my job is. And um, that's all I can really do right now. And um, just try and give my best effort the next, you know, four days and leave it all out there on the field on Saturday. Your, your personal experience playing at two colleges, playing for two franchises in the first four years. What has that taught you about football, just about life? There's a lot of different things it's taught me. Um, 
you know, there, there's been a lot of different um, perspectives that I've pulled away from, you know, all four different places in college and, and obviously here in the pros and, um, you know, adversity hits in all sorts of different uh, ways. And you know, I just try to try to keep a level head, keep keep balanced as a, as a person and a player and um, try to work hard as hard as I possibly can each week to, to continue to get better. And that's that's kind of just been my mindset through through all of it. I mean, I, I think, you know, as a kid, you, you grow up wanting to be an NFL starter and there's little milestones that you hit along the way or that I've hit along the way, whether if it's starting on varsity, yeah, you know, as a quarterback and then getting recruited and starting your first game in college. And then, thank you, Mac. Thank you. Um, you know, there's just little milestones you try and hit along the way, obviously still the ultimate goal of, of playing in the NFL. So um, it was definitely looking back on it. It was definitely a, a great moment. Um, didn't turn out the way we wanted to, obviously, um, you know, but, that's the great thing about this week. We have another opportunity to try and go out there and get a win. So, there's been a lot of camaraderie, a lot of bonds that you've had with the guys. Even when you came back from the sideline, I saw that Dan was giving you high fives after the first opening drive. It's a touchdown happen. For you, uh, just feeling that camaraderie and the coaches' acknowledgments, like, what's that, how's that feeling? It's been great. I mean, to me, um, football is ultimate team sport, and I always try to look at it as you know, you're playing for the guys next to you and they're they're playing for the guys next to them. So I always just like to love on my guys, be positive. And, you know, ultimately we're out there. We're, we're the ones out there playing. There's only 11 guys out there at a time. So we all got to be together, be as one. And, um, you know, it's been great all year long. These guys have been tremendous. We have a tremendous locker room, um, tremendous support staff, coaching staff. I mean, this is this has been probably the most fun I've had playing football in, in a long time. So, uh, and, and like I said, it's really just about the people. And um, yeah, it's always good to be around really good people. Some plays where uh, Jared was making some plays with his legs in the pocket, maneuvering around the touchdown throw to you. As a wide receiver, when your quarterback decides, okay, it's time to maybe, you know, check off something and, and go make some plays or get some maneuverability and some space. What's, how is it for you as a wide receiver working in concert? I mean, it's it's fun. It's obviously something I got a lot of experience doing. Um, playing with Aaron for such a long time, you get used to some of the off schedule stuff, and um, you know that's what the really good quarterbacks do is they extend plays and they and they find a way to whether it's with their legs. You know, he did that a couple times, or if it's just buying a little bit more time and and holding on until the last second. Like the, you know, that's, that's not easy to do. You got to be a pretty tough guy to sit in there and you know take a hit like that just to make sure you you know you you're giving it everything you got as far as um, exhausting all your options. So. Um, I got a lot of respect for just the way he sees the game in that aspect, because you saw that in preseason. And then, you know, you never know if it's going to pan out like that when, the, you know, it's real live bullets when the, when the season starts. But to see that, I was definitely impressed to, to know that he has that in his bag and, um, you know, that, that he's, he's tough enough to hold on to, to make any play work. 
what are you doing as a wide receiver? You kind of is it, you, it's, you kind of see you reading him. Yeah. What do you look for? In well, it's it's not just reading him. It's reading where everybody is. You know, because there's rules to it. It's not there's not a rule like, you know, Tay, you have to go here or this, but just based off of spacing, you know, giving giving the quarterback a cause, you know, Darren may be open, but if I run in his spot and I bring a guy that's covering me, you know, well then it's just not any good um, you know, altogether at that point. So for me it's just reacting fast, finding a spot that's that's vacant. Um I hope, you know, more 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 often than not moving with the quarterback and not going against it. That way he doesn't have to try to, you know, be Superman and and you know potentially make a bad decision. So for me it's just helping the quarterback out as as, as good as I can and um and find an open spot. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. What's kind of your reaction well, um, I mean, really, it's just um, I think it's it's a tough moment for everybody right now, especially him and his and his family and his, uh, you know, his, his football family included, just to see him in that condition to, you know, scary, just knowing that, you know, he's a relatively as far as, you know, as far as I know, he's a pretty healthy guy, um, you know, so to have something like this happen out of nowhere is a pretty scary thing for everybody. So. Um, it kind of puts things in perspective and, you know, it's, it's just a donation. But, uh, you know, at the end of the day, for for me, it's just a, a way to, to help in any way that I can. You know, as of now, you know, we don't we, I don't know him personally. So, you know, I can't call his family. I can't can't do all the things that I wish I could do. So to be able to help with a charity or, you know, to anything that can help. And, you know, if nothing else to, you know, show other people, you know, I, that I did that that way, that'll kind of encourage other people. Because, you know, I saw Tom Brady, um, you know, a couple other guys, too, and, and and their families decided to make some donations. So when I see that, I'm like, okay, well, that kind of got me to, to jump on boat on the boat as well. So we just all really praying for him and, and hoping that he pulls through and everything is good and and he's okay all together. You know, obviously we we're hoping that he's still he's still here with us, but most importantly, um, you know, we just we want to bring peace to him and his family um, as we move forward with this. So, like I said, just a small donation, something that you know. Um, obviously can't help with his, his health in the immediate, uh, but just, just anything, you know, first thing that I felt like I could, I could reach out and do, I just try to do it. Devante, you came here, you took less money. You could have got more from Green Bay. This is a team you grew up loving. I know this team in the offseason will make decisions that you don't have a say in, but if they get you a quarterback that you know can get you a ball, do you want to come back and be a Raider again next year? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like I said, I, I came here, you know, I wouldn't have been here or ended up here um, originally, probably, you know, if Derek wasn't here, but it doesn't necessarily mean that I won't be here, you know, in, in the event that he's not here. Um, he's my, that's, that's my boy. Obviously, I got his back through anything. I think I've made that more than clear at this point, and, and I support him and support everything that he has, um, you know, moving forward as well. But, um, you know, my, my dream was to play for this team before he was a Raider, obviously. And at this point, I want to, you know, obviously try to make this thing work and, and, and continue on doing what I'm doing here and, um, you know, myself get better and obviously see the team grow and get better as well. Well, it tells me what I assumed about him before, what I thought I knew. But, you know, now it just basically validated that and confirmed everything that I um, I thought I knew. And I mean, he's, he's another dude that's extremely tough. He's like me in a sense, like, you know, 
the real tough guys are the ones that they don't tell you about everything they're going through. So you see the stuff that's on the injury report, but you don't really know everything that every guy's going through. So some of them, you know, the fake tough ones, they'll know and you'll see that it'll be lit up everything every week. It'll be on there. I mean, realistically, that's how the, the league will be. If it was really, you know, you had to put every single thing you felt and you were that was nagging you or bothering you throughout the season, it would be a pretty extensive injury sheet with uh, probably every single player on that that's playing in the games. Um, football is probably the only sport where it's a hundred percent injury guarantee in one way or the other. So when you got a guy like Josh that, you know, he obviously has the, the pinky and some, you know, the calf that he battled through, we went and set a record and, and does that type of stuff. That's what I expect from him now after knowing who he is. Um, it's not something you can expect from just anybody though. So, um, that, that should say a lot. How, how is your body feeling at this point in the season? Um, it's felt better, but it's also felt a lot worse. And I, I mean, Obviously, with uh, with what some people are going through, Demar and, and his family, what they're going through right now, I can't complain about a, a nagging ankle right now. I mean, at the end of the day, I got um, you know my health and um, my family's health, so that's that's what means the most to me. How, how hard is it to concentrate on playing a football game right now? It's tough. I'm not gonna lie. I, I, I appreciate the way we started the day off, um, kind of in our team meeting. We we addressed it a little bit and, and you know opened up just to talk about it. A couple guys had some questions about you know, just the ins and outs of what happened. And obviously we don't really know. And, you know, no doctor can come tell us exactly right now. If, if they, if we haven't been told, I just, you know, independent, you know, guy's not gonna be able to tell us exactly what happened, but just to have a couple answers, um, you know, at least address the elephant in the room is, is kind of a big deal right now. Um, it's kind of insensitive. I think if we were to just jump in here without talking about it and making sure everybody's mind was clear and, you know, able to, to jump into that. So I appreciate the way that Josh started off the day, um, just kind of hitting on that real quick, but, um, like I said, I, I got a couple things that I've that I've been dealing with this year, and some things that that feel you know worse than others. But um, for the most part, I, I can't complain, and I and I won't. Monte, can you briefly describe the sixty-yard touchdown on that play? It looked like a hitch route. Then you kind of find, like you alluded to, the soft spot and zone coverage. But how important was it to get friendly with the quarterbacks, shortening the the distance? Well, yeah, I just tried to work with them. Initially, I, I went in, ran a return. They kind of had a had a bracket on me. And then, um, you know, one of the guys that was responsible for me saw Jared moving over to the left side, his right. Um, so then he, I guess he decided to go up and try to hit him in the face. And he, he was successful in doing that. Only Jared uh, stuck with me for, for just that extra second because it actually took a – it, it happens quick, but it, it took a little longer than what I would have liked to, um, you know, as far as making sure my quarterback is – going to stay safe, you know, and I, I obviously didn't want him to take that hit. But like I said, proud of him for sitting in there and waiting because, you know, anytime you can have a 60 yard touchdown on defense like that is, um, you know, you'll take it as, you know, however you can get them. So uh, for me, it's just finding that finding an open spot, like I said, and working with them and, and just letting letting guys kind of slip and establish where they're going and then just finding finding a spot. Yes. As somebody that is based in this franchise, when it gets back to the quarterback, um, whatever decisions might be made, I mean, you're not getting decision making but do you want to be kept kind of in the loop on, on what's going on? Absolutely. I mean, we got a, me, Josh, um, Ziggs, we all got a really good um, dynamic and it's something that I really appreciate. And um, I've, I've mentioned it to them as well. You know, obviously they don't have to do anything as far as I'm not, I'm not a part of the, you know, the front office, but um, obviously they know the reason why I came here and, you know, a step like this is obviously something that means a lot to me and in my personal career. And obviously what I'm trying to chase as far as, you know, the ultimate pursuit to, to get that ring. So, um, and I'm not a guy that's just going to come in here just saying anything. They know, you know, whether it's about the scheme or if it's, it's about personnel, whatever it is, 
you know, there's a rhyme to the reason. So I'm, I'm definitely going to have something behind whatever it is that I'm thinking or I'm saying. So um, we obviously got a, a good understanding for one another, and that, that helps this whole process. Even on that last play, Monte went. Jared got bumped into in the ball kind of fluttered out was pretty off. You had a step or two for the potential walk-off. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we we had we definitely had some opportunities, and you know, the two picks and the the two times where we turned the ball over, they was over just kind of. You can't even really blame the quarterback or blame anybody in particular. It's just you know one of those free kind of plays. The the first one it would have been a, a a catching you know maybe catching tackle or catching first down. I had opportunity to split two guys when I. I saw it on tape. I kind of, you know, sat in the void and it would have been a perfect ball right to me. It gets tipped up in the air and it turns into a pick. So not much you can do about that. You just got to hope that you can, you know, keep the defensive lineman's hands down and stuff like that. But, um, you know, for the for the most part, I feel like we got a, a pretty good feel for how we're going to move and, and attack this this upcoming game. Obviously got a little bit more preparation to do, but um, yeah, definitely like the, the start we had and um, love Jerry's mindset out there. You made a couple of almost ridiculous catches. Uh, the one where you go, what made it almost ridiculous? What would be ridiculous? I will try to say those were too ridiculous. Thank you. Do you ever give yourself some time watching it on tape to kind of go, whoa, it's pretty darn good? Honestly, no. I, what I enjoy more is reading the comments of every Niner fan that said it was incomplete. <laughs> That's that that makes me a little bit happier than praising myself and patting myself on the back. I like the people that are pissed off about it. Yeah, yeah. Devontae, earlier today, Josh just said that the thing that really stands out about you is the fact that you, know, you come to practice every day. You don't miss days. You work as hard despite everything you've accomplished. You know, with this last game for you personally, what motivates you to finish out this season? Pride. I mean, we got we got a lot to play for. Obviously, you know the the playoffs is not going to be in our, our future this year. But yeah, I mean, no matter what. I mean, even after a game like like this past one, um, you got a bunch of guys that come up and, and talk to different individuals, saying, you know, like that was a hell of a fight. Like you know, it was one of the toughest games we had this year, and you know that means something knowing that that guys recognize that even when you're in a situation where maybe you're not. You know, for lack of lack of better words, not playing for anything. So for me, I play for the name on the on the on the front, even though it doesn't say it on there. But you know, I play for that Raiders, and I play for you know my my family as well. So and uh, you know, I, I want to be remembered as a certain type of player when it's all said and done for me. So it's really no question. It's just a you know, I, I play one type of way. So if I'm out there, it's going to be full go, and it's going to be you know, hopefully a lot of excitement. Um, you know, if I get opportunities to to you know with the ball, but. Um, yeah, like I said, just pride. I, I play for that, the, the name on the front and the back, and that, that gets me through it. For the last couple of years, between COVID and concussions this year, and obviously we're just having to the Mars, been a lot of discussion about this player safety in general. They can kind of be the outlier for you, but if you don't play football, what you have to look at this is on him. Yeah, I mean, whether or not it's something that people would truly take a real look at, I think something that I would uh, I actually texted him after I saw his his quick segment. He had like a, maybe like a 90 second um, deal on uh, I think it was on NFL Network. But Ryan Clark got on there and kind of gave a quick little um, his 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 two cents on everything. And I think it's a real enlightening, um, well-spoken um, piece. And it would it would do a lot for people who, you know, I had a couple weeks back to back where I wasn't really, I didn't really have a big, um, you know, input in the game and, and wasn't able to, to, you know, fill up everybody's fantasy sheet. And, you know, guys can kind of, guys and girls can kind of lose fact that we're human beings. And sometimes it's bigger than just that. And, you know, it's not just about, sometimes it is just coming out of a game healthy and, and being able to, you know, thank God for, for something like that. So Mitch. 
Um, so when you when you have opportunity to come out and, and you play a very, very physical game like that and you come out and and you do have your health and maybe you don't light up the, you know, the, the stat sheet. Sometimes it, it's good for the, the fans to see that and understand what we go through and why we get millions just to play a game, you know, because you, you're putting your, your life on the line, essentially. I mean, sounds dramatic until you have a situation like what happened with, with DeMar there. So um, hopefully I can be an eye opener. I'm I'm. I'm very sad that it had to happen like that to be a potential eye opener for some of the fans and some of the people on the outside. But, um, you know, let this be a lesson to them to understand that it's a it's, you know, it's a pretty violent game and a serious uh, game. We put our, um, you know, our lives at risk every time we get out there. So it's a um, it's a it's a tough thing to, to deal with, especially after seeing that and go out there and have to follow up, uh, you know, something that happens like that. But, um, you know, it, it's tough. And then the mental part for a guy like T as well to hear people saying a bunch of BS about, you know, the, the way what he did and, you know, he could have prevented it. That's just craziness to me. And it's, it's tough that people would even put that on another man's heart like that. So um, it's not easy doing what we do. So hopefully people, you know, can take this this instance and kind of learn something from it. Time for one more, guys. What do you think, Devontae, what did, uh, what did Jared Sidham show the Raiders organization and the NFL at large on Sunday after going back and seeing the film? Well, I mean, he, I think he showed them what, what he's capable of and, and what he can do. Um, uh, definitely has some potential. I think that sustaining that and doing it again is will be something that'll be big for him as far as seeing you know how they how they view him and and how they want to move forward so consistency is a big thing I mean you, you guys know how it is you know even for me at this point if I came in this year and I didn't you know follow up what I've done previously well then you know you're not you're not at the top anymore you know same thing guys get hurt same it may not even be a lack of production you may be hurt and not in there and then they forget about you so it's all about the consistency how many times you can do it and how well you can do that it's not about how good you are. It's about how good you play. Thanks for listening to the Raiders Press Pass. For all things silver and black, download the Raiders app and visit Raiders.com. The Las Vegas Raiders have partnered with the global lifestyle app True Connect to give the gift of wellness. Transform your mind, body, and soul through thousands of hours of premium fitness content, guided meditations, progress tracking, and more. Visit tcfree.fit to redeem one free year of True Connect exclusively for Raider Nation.